Yo, what's up? Welcome back to Positive Reinforcement with me, Reinforce, on my YouTube channel. Um, it's a new week. It's Monday for me recording here, and we're going to preview some of the teams going into the June Joust, starting out with the APAC region. Um, I figured, you know, I could do power rankings. Um, I could go do in-depth look at specific teams going into the June Joust. Um, but that takes a lot of time and you know, I figured you as viewers, maybe you didn't want to, you know, spend 30 minutes or me listening about Lono Spitfire or, uh, you know, Guangzhou Charge. So I figured I'd do a quick preview, just quickly overlooking each team going into the June Joust and the Hero Pool and, uh, my thoughts on it. And, uh, maybe that kind of swift analysis, uh, kind of content is what you desire. If not, I'll obviously do more videos talking about specific players, like I did with Carpy and Pine, and more specifically about certain teams like I did following the main melee playoffs. Um, but for now, anyway, a quick preview uh, about all these teams and just some, you know, rants, essentially. Some rant thoughts is what I'm going to, pro to provide today. So we're starting out with the APAC region today, uh, and I'm just going to quickly overlook them, their Liquipedia page, you know, first thoughts that come to mind. Um, and we'll kind of go from there. If it doesn't work, we won't do it anymore. If it does work, we'll do more of these uh, for each tournament. So, hope you guys are excited. Hopefully. So, the hero pool is of course going to be Reinhardt. Um, Reinhardt, Senyara is out. Uh, Sombra and Tracer. So that actually impacts a lot of teams in the APAC region. So to kick things off, we got the Chengdu Hunters. Um, Chengdu Hunters, very interesting team this year. Um, obviously loved what they were putting out in the May Melee. They looked really good early on, uh, but then they really couldn't, you know, put it all together in the playoffs versus teams like Florida Mayhem um, and the Dallas Fuel. Obviously very tough teams, <clears throat> but we have seen a lot of good things from this team. Um, I think that the backline is probably one of the most underrated backlines in the Overwatch League. I think that Monk's Ana has been phenomenal. Um, I think that Nisha on that support role has been also phenomenal, uh, both on the Brig and the Mercy. So that's really good um, if you're the Chain to Hunters. That's a good solid foundation to build on. Gaia, of course, coming into this team, going into this year, and he's had some good performances in the May Melee. Uh, play, they played mostly you know, this Wrecking Ball kind of composition, and we saw Far Away even subbed in once to, or a couple of times. Um, to play the Senyara. So they like this chaotic style still though. Um, I think Coach Rui, who's been on this team for a while now, that's sort of what he he likes this team to play. Um, and they certainly have the characteristics and the personnel uh, to play that style well. Uh, that being said though, Senyara is out going into the June Joust. So I think that's going to impact this team um, quite a bit. I think it's going to be tough for this team to adapt. Um, if we're going into something like a double shield meta, um, I'm going to be honest, I don't know how much weight to put on uh, the tank line of uh, Elsa and Gaga. Uh, obviously, I don't think we'll see a lot of Among because I don't think Wrecking Ball will, will be that viable because we're missing the Senyara, so it's harder to dive with a Wrecking Ball if you don't have a Senyara Discord Orb or something to help you out with the damage. You also don't have a Tracer um, to join forces with those two and deal a lot of damage. So it's going to be tough to execute those uh, Wrecking Ball dives. Um, so I think we'll see Double Shield. Um, Jimmy is probably going to play more um, on this team. We've already seen some Widowmaker play from him. Um, that was pretty promising. Um, I also think that we might see Jinmu as well if he wants to come out and play the Hanzo. Uh, that's a hero who he, that he has played and looked pretty good upon. Um, and then leave, you know. He, he's sort of the go-to DPS for this team. But it's going to be interesting to see what he plays 
um for this chain to hunters team going into the june joust so um overall um fairly optimistic about the chain do hunters um i think no matter the meta they'll have a solid backline and some pretty good damage players to back up um so honestly if gaga and elsa can just play like a solid double shield or a, a good pull pork um i think chain do hunters will still be a team that will win some series against some of the top teams in apac um and certainly compete there i think they'll uh, solidify uh themselves as a really good team in the apac region and continue to do good um even though senyar is falling out of favor and potentially less dive with it uh moving on to the guangzhou charge um this is a team that really struggled in the main melee qualifiers. Um, it might get easier here. Ryu and Krong, uh, that's a tank line that I have a lot of faith in, uh, you know, going over to a double shield. Obviously, if Krong can play the Sigma, that's really good for him because it's one of his best tanks. Um, after that, it gets tough because I think we probably see, like, Kaylee and Eileen. Um, uh, a lot of the time, actually, I think Kaylee might just continue to play a lot of, like, Ash. Um... Might play some Widowmaker, those kind of heroes. He's played those in the past. Um, I think he looked pretty promising contenders. Um, I wouldn't say that I had like a super high opinion of Kaylee going into the season, but I will say that like he looked solid to me. Uh, certainly capable of playing the league. Now going like May Melee didn't really work out for him. Um, hasn't really showed us that yet. But I think in potentially a slower double shield kind of meta, that could be good for Kaylee. Um, choice of one, if they wanted to dive, he could play some Echo for this team as well, help them out. Um, I think Tracer not being in the pool um, could be good uh, for this team. Um, I think if they slow down the pace a little bit, I think that could be good for the Guangzhou Charge. Um, as for the supports, I mean, Tariv will probably play Somana, which we know he's uh, good at, uh, the Sandman, uh, as they call him. And Mandu, you know, if he has to play some, some Brig, fair enough. Uh, overall, I think the Guangzhou Charge, I don't think they're going to be a top team going into the June Just either, but I think they will be better than they looked in the main melee. I think a slower meta could potentially be good for the Guangzhou Charge, and maybe they could take series of teams like Nuke Excelsior, Hangzhou Spark, that haven't really yet found their groove so far this season. Um, obviously, we'll get into the Hangzhou Spark. Uh, is it next? Oh, it actually is, yeah. Um, so this is interesting. Um, you know, I'm just doing rapid fire here. Let me know in the comments if you like this kind of rapid fire just going over each team like this. Um, I don't have, you know, a lot of time right now because I'm about to record plat chat in like 30 minutes as well. So I'm just doing like a hit video, a hit recording. Um, so I'm a bit stressed out, but I'm just, you know, doing some uh, on the spot analysis as well going over each team. So let me know in the comments if you like this kind of style. Uh, moving over to the Hangzhou Spark. This is a team that struggled very early on. Uh, obviously, Pai Jion, uh, the head coach for this team, was uh, relieved uh, in the middle of uh, May Melee, just like one or two weeks in. Um, goodbye, Pai Jion. So long, buddy. Um, because the player substitutions were just like really bad, uh, weren't good for this team at all. And so uh, they made some coaching acquisitions to change things around. Obviously, changed up the players they're bringing on into this team as well in the lineup. So. Um, this is a team that is still figuring themselves out, but Shy, Shy has been incredible the past two games um, for this team. So if Shy can continue to play a lot of you know hit scan um, and be like the anchor for this team that the team will play around, um, I think that could be really good um, for this team going to double shield as well. Uh, interested to see what they do with the tank line um, in June Joust. Um, I mean, I think Gushu and Lige is like 
a really good tank line so that's what i like to see uh but how are they going to adapt to like a double shield kind of style maybe they won't even play double shield i mean maybe this is one of those teams that will play like some kind of gushu and winston um shy can play like some ash and then you will just play like dive essentially like winston sorry with online echo um, i still think that is viable uh to an extent i don't think that's going to be the best composition in the june joust but it's viable i'd say uh, especially on a, cer a certain couple of maps uh, with high grounds like dorado is still in the pool um so i think that could be a good composition for this team to lean on if they are not comfortable playing um that kind of double shield or pulled pog uh pulled pog <laughs> pulled pog pulled pork um kind of composition uh moving on we've got the los angeles valiant uh, obviously, they struggled massively in the main melee. Uh, you know, the, the player um, caliber isn't there compared to some of the other APAC teams. So this is a team that is going to continue to struggle. Uh, that being said, Crystal, I dare say, I think is a little bit underrated uh, because this guy certainly had some moments in the main melee where his Widowmaker and Hitscan like really helped them win a lot of crucial fights. Uh, kept it close against teams like uh, Philadelphia Fusion on a couple of maps because Crystal alone got a lot of good picks and looked really good. Um, that is what I found from this team. Gonna be honest, haven't watched a ton of LA Valiant so far uh, this season and when I've done, I've just like skimmed through the VOD, skimmed through, you know, the replay viewer. Um, tried to find some moments that look good for the Los Angeles Valiant. Um, hard to come by. Uh, hard to come by, but Crystal and Mulan Ran uh, might be pretty good for this team. Obviously, Tracer and Sombra's out, so that's going to impact the way they do things. Uh, Double Shield is a pretty uh, intricate composition and playstyle, um, so I do have my concerns about them adapting and potentially trying to learn this composition. Um, if I recall correctly as well. No, never mind. Never mind about that. Uh, I think this is obviously a team that is going to continue to struggle in the June Joust. I think... Um, this is not going to be the stage no no it just isn't sorry sorry <laughs> new york excelsior <clears throat> this is a team that i expected more from honestly in the main melee qualifier um i do think they had the dps talent to be really good um in the main melee but it seems like it just hasn't clicked for this team um so far they still have some kinks to work out uh Yakpunya and bianca really disappointed me in the main melee i think their tank synergy and their tank play was pretty poor in the main melee qualifiers um and you know add in some setbacks from trying to figure out your dps rotation i think that this is a team that still has um you know some maturing um some growth uh, to get through before they can really compete with some of the top teams around the league um, I think if they try to play like some kind of like Winston Soria style That's that might be their best bet But given what I saw from them in the main melee I'm not sure that it's going to be enough if we see some APAC teams like Philadelphia Fusion is for sure going to play like double shield kind of stuff, pulled pork, that kind of stuff. I am confident that they will be like, hey, this is the best composition. We're going to play this. We're going to learn how to play this and execute it well. Team like New York Excelsior, I don't know if they have the cojones to really dig deep and try to play like some kind of double shield um, if that's going to work out for them. As good as some other teams. Um, as for DPS, I think... They have the answer for like literally any 
type of meta. I mean, you have Feather, Ivy, Flora, Guangboon. I think you can sort of adapt um, and play any kind of composition, so you don't have to worry about that per se. I think you more have to worry about Yakpung and Bianca for this team moving forward. Um, Jonak, I think uh, this is going to be good for Jonak because I think he'll play less Batiste and less Moira um, in June Joust. So if he just plays like a ton of Ana, uh, you know, maybe he'll play some, you know, Batiste probably um but i think if he can lean on ana in june joust i think that could be good for this team as well uh figure out the dps rotation um and commit to a good style that works for you this team just has to get the reps in um and then they have to improve their teamwork their coordination and it's sort of like their macro game uh because i was not impressed with yakpung and bianca so uh desperately want to see some improvements from this team in, in june joust because i do think they have potential uh moving on we got our sixth team, the Philadelphia Fusion, obviously coming off a really good stage, um, going 4-0. Now, this is a team that I talked about on Plat Chat. I think they were a bit of a like, honeymoon phase where things clicked for them. It was a really good meta for Philadelphia Fusion last uh, stage in May Melee. So, I think they're going to decline a little bit. Um, the reason I say this is if we go to like a pulled pork or a double shield kind of uh, meta, I think Manu and Hotpa um, will, I don't want to say struggle, <clears throat> but I think on a relative basis, I don't think they're going to be as good in those roles as they really are playing more of the Winston um, kind of compositions. That said, Philadelphia Fusion was the team that adapted a lot in the main melee um that played basically what the meta was on each map like they didn't try to force winston everywhere um they didn't try to force like some specific style it felt like they could play most things out there obviously the way they lost to the shanghai dragons was pretty disappointing because i think they get, they let shanghai getting away with playing mercy so much when i think that they could have played more aggressively um, and perhaps shut that down, taking a game into their own hands. And we saw them do it on Elios a couple of times. Uh, but overall, I feel like Philadelphia Fusion, they often have like a plan uh, and a good strategy. And then they have the caliber of players to execute um, and really do well on that. So I think that that's very good signs for the rest of the season. And I think in June Joust, I still think Philadelphia Fusion will be a good team. Um, I think they're going to compete with top teams in the APAC region. Um, but I'm curious to see how they adapt to the current hero pool um, and what we're going to see from them. Because if they have to commit to like Winston compositions, I think that's pretty worrisome going into the knockout matches when I feel like most teams are like figuring out the hero pool. They feel good about it. Um, and they probably learned how to deal with some kind of weaker uh, shoe-in kind of uh, composition. So if they can play double shield to a good level, I think Fusion could establish themselves to be like the top team in APAC this stage. But if they're not comfortable with that, if they're like lolling around, you know, they're trying a bunch of different stuff because Man and Hotbar aren't comfortable playing that as much. Um, I think that could be bad for this team and set them back a little bit in their true potential in the Jew Joust. Um, apart from that, of course, Alarm and Toby, uh, I think, you know, they'll figure stuff out. They'll be good. Uh, Carp and Rascal, 
still going to put on great performances in my opinion so it really just comes down to what compositions fusion decide to play in the june joust and um how well practiced they feel like on the best meta possible um i think i repeated myself like five times there over the course of like you know three minutes so that was very impressive for me good job me um soul dynasty uh this is interesting because wow um this is a team that like to dive a lot they like to play these kind of like winston compositions when i saw them they like being aggressive still um it's sort of their go-to um for sure so now with senyara out of the mix um tracer and sombra out of the mix how is this team going to adapt um are they going to change anything uh, will we see double shield from them i think the biggest concern for a lot of people and their fans is that we'll might see marvel on sigma again um i don't know how good to use sigma is i think to you was pretty disappointing in the main melee um didn't like the play i saw from him uh but I've talked to the coaching staff and uh, or not the coaching staff per se, but I've talked to people within the organization um, and heard from the coaching staff that they have a lot of uh, pro uh, they see a lot of promise into you and they think he's a really good talent that they'll you know develop and um, have around for a long time to come. So that's good signs. Um, I do respect them for saying that. But I didn't really like to use play in the main melee. So going into the June Jazz, the question is, will we see Gesture or Risa? Um, and Marvel Sigma, um, Marvel Roadhog, that kind of stuff. I could very much see that happening. Absolutely, I could see that happening. Um, creative, I think Ana is one of his best heroes. So the backline should still be pretty solid. Um, and then you have Fitz and Profit and Sabi will be on your DPS. So I think Soul Dynasty, they could actually be really good in the June Joust. Um, absolutely. I think if they commit to playing this Winston composition and go super aggressive, they're going to struggle because they won't be able to play, obviously, Tracer, Sombra, or Sanyara. Um, if they want to play, like, Double Bobble with Ana, um, that could work for them, but I don't think long-term that is going to be the way to win the June Joust. Um, obviously, this is all predictions, speculations. I haven't seen what the teams are playing. Um, I mean, for all I know, we could see Gesture Roadhog and, uh, uh, I don't know, to you, Saria, and they're just like gonna pummel their way into the uh, June Joust playoffs, and then Profit will just like level up on some random hero, uh, and people will be like, well, Profit, he's doing it again, playoff P, and then Soul Dynasty find themselves in like the winner brackets finals of June Joust. Um, that's for all I know, you know, that's Soul Dynasty in a nutshell for you. Um, but yeah, I think Soul Dynasty could actually be really good and separate themselves from the pack if they are willing to try these like kind of the double shield uh, style of composition. Um, because I do think that they actually have the caliber of play with Marvel on the off tank and, you know, say what you want about it. But yes, it's not the best solution long term, but Marvel is a decent Sigma. Gesture can play the Orisa. So like they have the ingredients. You just gotta like, you know, write down the recipe and execute so um yeah uh, still still feel pretty good about the soul dynasty uh, and finally we have the shanghai dragons um uh, obviously fantastic in the main melee uh made it all the way to the main melee finals where they looked really good uh had some struggles adapting to different kinds of compositions their reiner play wasn't that fantastic so reiner being out of the pool is obviously good for this team 
Uh, this team did play a ton of Mercy in the qualifiers uh, and also some in the playoffs and knockouts as well. Um, so, you know, Senyata being out of the pool. Um, Lip is obviously going to get uh, really hurt by Sombra and Tracer being out of the pool. Those are his go-to kind of heroes. And I think DM was a bit of a feeder in the main melee, quali main melee qualifier. So don't feel great about this team. Um, I think that uh, a frontline of Void and Fate could still be really good if we do, do like a slower kind of Orisa, Sigma, or even like pulled pork kind of um, composition. I think that Fate's shot calling and communication is going to be really key um, in those kind of uh, intricate compositions where it's about combining abilities, combining, uh, you know, t using teamwork. I think that could be good for the Shanghai Dragons, but I think they have to figure out... Um, what compositions they want to play um, and what players to run. I could very much just see like Lip committing to playing McCree and Widow over DM actually. DM looked that bad to me. And then, um, you know, you can put Fleta on whatever uh, you really want him to. Uh, Shanghai could also be this team that just doubles down on um, Double Bubble and plays Fleta on Echo like they did in the finals. I did not like... Um, what they were trying to do in the main melee finals where they nano the Fleta all the time and try to get max value from him on Echo. Don't think that worked. Don't think that was the best solution possible. And I don't think that's going to be it in the June Joust either. So, uh, do have my concerns if they decide to commit to that uh, or not even if they don't commit to that and they, they put like Fate on Winston and Void on Diva, which they have tended to do as well. Don't think that's going to be the best composition or choice either. Maybe on some maps, but... Um, I'd rather see this team go towards a slower style from the start. Um, and it'll be interesting to follow the developments between Lip and DM, who gets to play. Urst, I have a hard time seeing getting playtime here because you really do need a solid hit scan in these slower compositions. Um, and regardless, if you play like Flat Echo um, with a Winston composition, then you'd probably still need Lip to play like some kind of hit scan over Urster. So. Uh, some stuff for figure, uh, just to figure out here. For, for the most part, the summary of all these teams are... I think we're early on in the initial matches going to see... Um, what compositions the APEC teams want to play. Um, and what they think is the best. And I think if a lot of P uh, teams just like default to Winston compositions... Um, because they don't believe that they can play double shield... I think that could long-term have some consequences on their knockout matches and their uh, potential playoff play. Um, I think teams that early on try to play Orisa or Roto compositions are going to have more time to really get in the groove of things and improve, improve upon those compositions. And I think that's going to give them an edge uh, for the rest of the qualifier matches. Obviously, you just play four matches in the qualifier stage so there's not a ton of time to actually improve reiterate uh figure out what you want to do so actually how you come out uh, the initial match uh, matches is going to matter a ton for the rest of the qualifier stage so um really hoping i see some determined and decisive compositional choices from most of these top teams uh, when i look at the region overall teams that stand out for me that could look really good are going to be Philadelphia, Seoul, and Shanghai, which I don't think is an, is an a surprise to anyone. Um, I don't think that's a hot take to anyone. Um, Hangzhou Spark could surprise. 
question marks about the Chengdu Hunters for me personally, because uh, I think that most of these teams have hitscan players that are at the level of Jimmy, or potentially even better. That might be my hottest take of the video. So, going to be interesting to see how some of these teams adapt. Um, trying this format out, let me know down in the comments if you like me doing like a rapid fire kind of analysis from each team for each team going through June Joust, or if you'd rather just see me like rant for 45 minutes about you know one team and their prospects that takes a lot more time so i won't be able to do that on a daily basis um so i apologize in advance but um i i enjoy doing this kind of video but you know i could certainly change a few things up um if that makes for a better viewing or listening experience to you at home let me know what you think down in the comments below like the video subscribe to the channel and i'll see you guys here tomorrow for more analysis we might do the west standings the June Joust. How about that, huh? That's gonna be a long ass video. Damn it.